Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, my friends, Simon from What Culture here. And you may be thinking to yourself, Simon, why are you whispering? What the flub is wrong with you? Well, you know, sometimes life does crazy things. And I am recording this right after Raw has finished. And my next door neighbors may get mad, because let's face it, eventually I'm going to get excited and I won't be able to control my voice. And that's what's going to happen now. I mean, I'm going to still keep it down just a little bit because I like to be respectful, but I am getting so pumped for WrestleMania. And can you believe it? WWE, I think, is doing a good job. And let's find out just how good by taking this the finger of power and by giving the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. Somehow, WrestleMania is like in two weeks. Where does the time go? For the start of Raw, Flubbing awesome. Because Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hit and everybody went nuts. Because if you're a wrestling fan and you hear that glass shatter, you instinctively go nuts. And it got me for around about 8.9 seconds. And then my brain went, I bet it's Kevin Owens. And my word, it was. He also came up wearing a bald wig. So I like him doubly the amount that I did. This made me so happy. He did the entire routine while also making sure he got some what chants in there. And then somehow it leveled up again because Stone Cold's music hit for a second time. Kevin Owens was like, oh no, he's coming to beat me up. But this was also a troll. I would have done the same. But these fans, even though it was so obvious, when it did come around again, they were going, oh my gosh, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. You need to go watch it. I would bet my ass, which is a weird thing to put on the line, that Owens obviously was doing a callback to when Shawn Michaels did this in Montreal when he pretended Bret Hart was going to walk out there. So I'm just giving it a massive round of applause. Also, Kevin Owens right now is living the dream. Like recently, apparently he just signed a bumper WWE contract. Apparently he's going to headline night one of WrestleMania against Steve Austin. And he got to do the Rattlesnake's entrance. And I've been dreaming of that since I was like eight years old. And he is just doing it. So all of this was just so entertaining. It was just so much fun. And that's all you need in wrestling is entertainment and fun. And you push it together and then it manifests itself into your heart. Don't know what that means. But look, I'll just sum it up with two words. Golden up. We then continued on this hype train with Seth Rollins too. It is happening. Because Kevin Patrick was trying to interview the man. And Seth basically did this. <laughs> And he took the microphone and he walked off. The whole time in the background, though, you can hear the Chicago crowd going, Cody, Cody. When you do listen to the internet and you are a betting person, if you want to go put some money that he's going to be at WrestleMania, 
you'd probably be right. It was then Groundhog Day though, because this segued into the Dirty Dogs versus the Mysterios, and I looked it up in my wrestling journal, which does not exist, and this has now happened 85,792 times. The Miz was on commentary too, and the madness began almost instantly because Seth Rollins then did walk out during this and was all like, I want a WrestleMania match and I've got an idea it's going to be bigger than Stone Cold Steve Austin when his microphone started to cut out. Now, maybe I'm just being a wrestling nerd, but this kind of felt like a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to CM Punk. I mean, it probably wasn't, but I'm throwing it out there. We then did cut back to the match, and basically the long and the short of it is that Dominic Mysterio hit the 619, he hit the frog splash onto Bobby Roode, and he got the win. But this is when The Miz, who again was on commentary, ran in there, he beat up Rey Mysterio, and he stole his mask. No. Dobby Boy obviously has been taught from a young age, though, you do not show Dad's face to the world, so he covered him up with a towel. And out of context, that was very weird. But I'll be honest with you, this match was fine, it ticked all the boxes, but actually taking Seth Rollins and adding him into the mix really helped that narrative. So when I sat down and thought about it once again, I was like, well, you know what? I was entertained and I had fun. So I am going to give it an up, but again, as I say every single week, when it does come to the Miz and Logan Paul taking on the Mysterios, it does feel a bit by the numbers. However, after this, the Miz was on the phone to Maurice, which is also a bizarre conversation, go, I just sold somebody's mask, and said that maybe, just maybe next week, Logan Paul will wear the thing on Raw. And I tell you, if he does do that... Well, he gonna get booed. All of this then got even better though, because we cut to Seth Rollins, who was losing his mind with Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville, and they basically went, look Seth, if you wanna get to WrestleMania, stop being a lunatic, which is exactly what he is doing. Pearce was the nicer of the two here, because he said, all right, Seth, calm down, I will try and sort something out for you. And really the main reason why this worked is because right now, Rollins is rolling, and you know that's true, because it kind of rhymed. I mean, admittedly, it's a little bit strange, because if Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville are happy to have Seth Rollins on WrestleMania, why wouldn't they just put him on WrestleMania? But I appreciate the fact that at the very least, we'd tell a story. And then we basically drew a line under Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. Down. This does make me a little bit of a hypocrite, because I have said from the beginning that if we are going to push Omos, let's push him to the moon. But I don't understand why that has to be at the expense of two people that you could do something with. I mean, especially Apollo, he is absolutely awesome. And even though they jumped almost before the bell, he still beat them within two minutes. And do you know how he got the victory here? He stacked them up and got the one, two, three like he was Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Afterwards as well, Omos went, well, I'm gonna challenge someone to WrestleMania. So I was like, well, why doesn't Seth Rollins just accept this? But we're not gonna do that. And apparently, this is going to end with Bobby Lashley making his grand return to the showcase of the Immortals, which is super duper soon, but also he would probably beat Omos. I don't really get that one. However, I justify it in my head, because I like Bob, good for him. AJ Styles was then back on Raw. All right. He is officially a good guy now because Flubube, over the last few weeks, he has had it rough. Because ever since Edge beat him up, he keeps watching the footage and it's hurt him so much deep down in his tum-tum, he doesn't even want to hang out with his family. And once again, I wanted to go, AJ, if it's making you feel that way, just turn it off. He then insulted Edge's new mood lighting, which I did enjoy, and said, Rated R Superstar, you better get out here right now. And of course, this didn't happen, because Edge is a coward. We did get somebody interrupting, though. 
It was Seth Rollins. Once again, I was just howling. And this is like a poochie situation, but it is 100% correct when Seth Rollins isn't on the show, everybody else should be saying, well, where the hell is Seth Rollins? I mean, he's so unhinged at the moment, it is brilliant, but also bring down the counter. That is 56 interruptions in WWE and 83 overall. And once again, Seth had a major plan. AJ, you don't sound like you're in very good spirits. Why don't you step aside and let me fight Edge? I wanted to find Seth and go, Rollins, this was never going to work. It was a waste of your life suggesting it. Ryan's also shut down the crowd as they once again were going, Cody, Cody, by saying, look, I don't care about rumors. I'm trying to make an actual moment here. Which is when Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce were back and they went, hi, we've got a great idea. We will do Seth versus AJ and whoever wins can face Edge at WrestleMania. I was like, man, you are making this really complicated. Seth then jump styles almost instantly before he legged it go, whoa, gonna go to WrestleMania. And once again, Seth Rollins is the man of the hour. He on fire, obviously. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Delina Vega and Carmella then broke up for about 8.2 seconds. I mean, what? Because Vega was still mad that Carmella is more interested in banging than the tag team titles. So some phones got broken. I think Carmella got called ugly. And then they were all like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And like I say, I'm going to spoil it for you anyway. 
this was a ruse and I don't understand why we did it. It was all going to spill into our next match, which was Natalia and Shayna Baszler from SmackDown taking on Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. But before we did get there, we were with Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville again. This time with AJ Styles going, why did you do this? This was absolutely ridiculous. And you can't argue with it. All AJ did was come back to Raw after suffering a beating. And now he kind of being screwed. Anywho, back to the tag match. And yes, Selena Vega and Carmella are out here. Carmella was going, oh, Corey Graves, we should have sex somewhere. And Corey Graves was like, oh my gosh, that sounds like a wonderful idea. And in the ring, Shayna Baszler and Natalia won with the heart attack. I don't know. As it turned out, though, as I have already hinted, it was all a ruse and Carmella and Zena Vega beat everybody up and it looked like they were going to beat each other up, but they hugged. And I was like, what a waste of time. What a waste of a plan. Like, you pretending to split up didn't allow you to get the jump on these guys. They weren't paying attention with you to begin with. But they could have done all of this without the pretense. And as I've said for weeks now, it just feels like an afterthought. And I am pleased that they're on the WrestleMania card, but we could give them them so much more down. Becky Lynch did follow this though. She always could. And her big point this week was that she never lost her women's championship. And in fact, she gave it up. And all of that has been eating away at her soul. And once again, I want to go, wait a minute, Bex. When you did give it to Oscar, I was watching your face and you seemed pretty damn happy. She has the champ once again though, which makes her the man, of course. And she was all like Bianca Belair, the crowd has chosen you, but that just makes me even more mad. And then kept talking about selling her soul to the devil. So I actually think she may want to do this. So if you are the devil and you watch, I appreciate that, thank you very much. And you wanna go collect the soul, Becky Lynch is definitely selling hers. It really is all about escalation though, because even though Bianca Belair accidentally hurt Becky Lynch's throat, Becky hurt Bianca's on purpose, and that's why she's gonna win the war, she's gonna go to WrestleMania, she's gonna retain her title, even though if WWE does do that, they'd be nuts. Once again, it's a little bit odd because Bianca's story is now like Seth, is she gonna make it to WrestleMania? And I will concede that Becky Lynch was sitting down and doing the, oh, I'm gonna be serious now here. But I thought the delivery was good. I look forward to this match. Once again, that is ticking the obvious boxes up. Austin Theory was then being interviewed and his main point was, I don't like Pat McAfee, obviously. If he wanted to as well, he could go talk to Vince McMahon and get Pat fired altogether. But instead he's going to go to the ring and beat Finn Balor. Somewhat ironically, given that it was this episode of Raw, I went, what? Man, I just don't understand why we keep doing the same matches over and over and talking about doing things over and over again. We then got a video package saying Veer is coming to Raw. Give it a beat, give it a beat on the 4th of April. So yes, that actually did happen, but I do have two questions. One, does WWE actually mean 2022? Because they could mean a decade from now. But also point two, why the hell did it take Veer six months to get to Raw? I mean, what has he been doing? Where has he been? And why has he decided to miss WrestleMania? So my biggest take from all of this is that if you run into Veer and he's like, oh man, I'll give you a ride to your location. You say no, Veer. I will never actually get there. But I am massively intrigued to see what we do do with this. I mean, he is going to have to have the greatest debut to get over it. I shall wait and see. Pat McAfee then turned up on Raw. And I'm just going to be completely honest with you. He may be my new favorite wrestler. And he just decided to watch Austin Theory and Finn Balor as he was on commentary. And at one point when Austin was outside the ring, he just went absolutely crazy with crotch drops, which gives me memories when I used to do it as a kid. 
Honestly, never do that in front of your parents. They don't like it. When it looked like Austin was going to win as well, he just ran up to the apron and he hit it to cause the distraction. When is when Finn Balor hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. He picked up the win. Him and Pat McAfee were like, hey, we, we did it. And Finn Balor kind of felt like he was playing second fiddle to Pat McAfee here. So we are living in the strangest times. But I'm giving it up. Chad Gable was then doing his thing before it was the Alpha Academy taking on RK Bro in a non-title match. And this is always a little bit weird because why do we give WrestleMania matches away before we get to WrestleMania? But as has become the theme of this episode, Ups and Downs, the match was so damn good and it had quite a good aftermath. Up. And you know the deal as always. Riddle got wrecked by Otis and he was all like, oh my gosh, I need some help. So we tagged him around at Yorton. The fans went crazy. He ran wild. Just when it looked like Chad Gable was going to get one over him, Riddle blind tagged himself in. He flipped out wonderfully from this German suplex. He hit the bro Derek. One, two, three. Excellent. Otis was so mad about this though. He went nuts afterwards, which is when the Street Profits came down and it looked like they were going to make the save. And they kind of did. And Riddle was all like, oh, thank you, Street Profits. I appreciate you so much. When they turned on him, beat him up, Montez Ford gave him the big splash. And I tell you, this was the best thing to do, giving the Street Profits a little bit of edge. I don't mean the rated R superstar, but giving them some attitude makes them come across like such a better team. And as of right now, I think this triple threat is going to rock. We then congratulated Gable Steveson for winning the NCWA Wrestling Championships. And that is really important because it certainly sounds like he's going to be at WrestleMania. Before it was time for this week 24-7 stuff. WWE didn't have that much fun with this. That's mainly because we had a match and that's not what I want from my 24-7 title madness. I want actual insanity. But it was a tornado tag. It was Dana Brooke, Reggie and Tamina. There is nobody meaner. And Tazawa. And all of this basically revolved around the fact that Tamina hit Tazawa in the balls. Reggie then got the pin afterwards and you could completely skip this and it would make no difference. So seriously, next week WWE, come up with the most bonkers thing ever and allow it to manifest itself on my screen. Otherwise, you're gonna get it down. It was our main event next as it was AJ Styles and Seth Rollins battling for a place in WrestleMania. They could have 82,941 matches and every single one would be good. There was this crazy spot too when AJ went flying into the turnbuckle and it made such a big noise I thought he was dead and then Seth Rollins followed this up with a dive to the outside to trigger the commercial break, as is the way. Rollins then blocked a Styles Clash and retaliated with a Falcon Arrow as both guys then went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment but they're too experienced, they both kept kicking out. You've got to go watch this, it is super duper fun. It then got even better because AJ Styles was going for the phenomenal forearm but Seth Rollins super kicked him in midair and then Seth Rollins was going for a splash but Styles got his knees up. Seriously, this was just... You go, he go, you go, he go. It was like a game of wrestling tennis. And I really should have seen what was coming here, but actually I was so into it, I didn't. But just as AJ was going to hit his finishing move, out of nowhere came Edge. He had a chair, he walloped him, and this caused the DQ, but this one actually made sense. Of course he hates AJ Styles, but he also hates Seth Rollins. We did that feud last year. Straight away, Rollins broke down as well, because of course this meant he lost the match via disqualification. So he's not going to WrestleMania, and he got the mic microphone and he said BS over and over again. He destroyed Barry Barricade and said that he shall be here next week on Raw and he's going to hold up the show until he gets what he wants. So I kind of feel like the story is staring us right into the face and I'm here for it. But it does all feel quite exciting and once again WWE have strained themselves when it does come to DQs. I mean maybe one a show is a little bit too much but back in the day they were doing around about 100 
I'm glad they've actually calmed down. So I'm gonna let it slide now because I think the WWE is super focused and I'm getting really pumped for WrestleMania. And when I've got that feeling, that's all you need to do. So overall, it is getting it up. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 